Welcome to Political Coffee, your one-hour thought-provoking news and commentary as you begin your day. And now, here's your host, Jeff Croft. Hey, welcome everybody. It is an honor to be with you today. Today is a really important day if you believe in freedom, you believe in parental rights. There's a prayer rally by Oregon faith leaders at the Capitol at 11 o'clock today. Today's war room day. I'll be at the war room and then I'm walking over to this rally and pastors are coming from all over the state to be a part of this. Will you? And the prayer rally is specifically about one thing. House Bill 2002B. Now, maybe my and your constant communication, at least to some of the Republicans who have, and kudos to all of them that have walked out. I'm proud of them. Because I'm going to tell you, I didn't think they would. But I'm glad they have. But kudos to them. I think our constant harping on their misfocus and their language. Because they probably have some polling now that shows it ain't working. Now, their leadership has half a brain. That's exactly what I would be doing and would have been doing from the onset. Again, measuring the effectiveness of the message. Because apparently Kim Thatcher, our beloved conservative, whom we love, She's figured it out. Her newsletter today lays it out for you. It's called, They're Targeting Your Children, Government Sanctioned Secrecy. Now, it's even deeper than that. In fact, there's actually a different headline in the email that she sent out. So what's on her website says they're targeting your children, government sanctioned secrecy. In essence, the same email she sent out has a little bit of a different headline. She says this, they're setting your children up to be victims to a new multi-billion dollar industry behind your back using your wallet. Now, in this, she articulates it is a very comprehensive email, newsletter. I urge you to read it. I urge you to read it. In fact, I urge you to not only read it, but use it as a tool in conversations with persuadable people. Today, the prayer rally is going to focus on this. Apparently, it's not going to be that long. There's only a few pastors who are actually speaking. But it's important, folks, because Kim has gotten the message. You see, nothing in her newsletter here says anything about the stupid reasons that Republicans are citing for walking out. The plain language of the summary of the bill. Nobody cares about that. What they care about is what's inside her newsletter. 
So it fires people up. And it's why you should use it. Read it. Read what it does. Read how it drives a wedge between parents and their children. Altering your child's biological sex. And how Europe, countries in Europe, are pulling back from having done the same thing. As she writes, the science, the science, we hear about that all the time, right? The science behind the safety and effectiveness of gender-altering medical procedures is unsettled. Norway, Finland, Sweden, France, and Britain. They all are pulling back. She gives you, by the way... And she asks you, Kim does, to take action now. And then she gives you every state senator's contact information. And the House and Senate. Democrats in the House, Democrats in the Senate. I'm going to ask you to join me and email them. Read her newsletter. Then let your heart speak. Now, at the bottom of this hour, Pastor Peel of Bend, who's organizing this event today at 11 o'clock at the Capitol Mall, he's going to join us to talk about why, what's happening all across the state of Oregon, what happened Sunday in churches all across the state of Oregon, it frankly should have been happening sooner. That's on the tab for today. I have a link. And by the way, Kim makes an important point in her newsletter. And here's what it is, folks. That this bill also is working with Senate Joint Resolution 33. Now, that's not in her newsletter on her website. That's on the newsletter that has been sent by many of you to me. And I appreciate that very much. It's SJR 33. It, she calls it the ugly sister that would put these bad ideas, abortion at any age, transgenderism at any age, would put it into Oregon's constitution, folks. And the leftist activist Democrats get to write the ballot title to ensure that it gets passed. And the attorney general can't write it, and we can't fight it in court. It's the most extreme and partisan bill in our country, according to Kim. And she's right. The Democrats want this badly. Now, in it contains an interesting provision. By the way, the number to call is 503-589-1220. That's the Power Buick GMC talk line. Pastor Robert Peel joins us at the bottom of the hour to tell us why He's organized this faith leaders prayer rally today at 11 o'clock at the Capitol. And what he hopes to achieve with it. Now, I also understand there is a group 
a number of groups coming together for a Saturday rally at the Capitol. From 10 to noon, we had Gary Bray on to talk about that. So we want to talk about that here uh, also, folks. These are your, this is your opportunity to stand up. There is this other thing, the northwestobserver.com. It's a great article by Ben Fisher. This is Mike Nierman's website. Here's the headline. Concealing the birth of an infant in Oregon. This bill, House Bill 2002B, also conceals, it decriminalizes concealing the birth of a child in Oregon. Why? And that's the subheadline. Why do Democrats want to decriminalize such a thing? I'll tell you why it is. Why I think it is. It's all about abortion. It's all about if the U.S. Supreme Court someday rules that you cannot do partial birth abortion like is allowed in Oregon. If they rule that you can't, this would be changed. It's decriminalized in Oregon. Because if the U.S. Supreme Court rules that a baby is a human being, a baby in the womb is, and, and they're, folks, it's likely that they're going to. I, that's my prediction. It may take some years to make it happen, but I think this is why the Democrats are doing this. They want abortion doctors, the multi-billion dollar abortion industry, and it is, folks. They want to conceal the birth of children so that abortions can be can happen in Oregon, partial birth abortions, where a baby is partially born and then they kill it because it isn't fully out of the birth canal. They want to conceal the birth or the death of an infant. That's what I think is going on here. Why else would you want to decriminalize concealing the birth or the death of a child? Why would you do it? Why would Democrats want to decriminalize that? Am I right? Am I wrong? 503-589-1220 is the Power Buick GMC talk line. 503-589-1220. I will include a link to this article. I'll include a link to SJR 33, which so far is stalled in the Senate. It was scheduled for third reading. Now, this is a Senate joint resolution. It hasn't gone to the House yet. Okay? This is a Senate joint resolution. It's stalled in the Senate because of the Republican walkout. I'll also include, include the actual language of House Bill 2002. I will include Kim's newsletter, the one that's online on her state website. Not the, And they're almost identical, but not quite. There's other things in her newsletter that was sent to me by others. Now, I haven't found that online. If one of you has that online, let me know. It's a better newsletter because it has more links to it, including Senate Joe Joint Resolution 33. We don't get to vote on this constitutional change that basically puts 2002 into Oregon's Constitution. We don't get to vote on that yet. Why? Because the Republicans have walked out. This is a great reason for you to join us today 
for the prayer rally at 11 o'clock across from the Capitol. Also, there's other things. Oregon's Attorney General, Ellen Rosenblum, is joining the call to ban a federal ban on gas stoves. And now we learned out yesterday that the Biden administration has decided that your dishwasher and your refrigerator, they're all, they all have to be altered. Why? Because they're a threat to climate change. You better buy your appliances now, folks. Also, there's another story about Oregon lawmakers considering boosting elected officials' pay and then passing ethic reforms in the wake of Shamia Fagan's resignation. You really believe that Democrats are going to pass any kind of meaningful reform? you got to be kidding me. And do these lawmakers, what they're trying to do to destroy the family, destroy your parental rights, do they deserve a boost in pay? Not hardly. There's lots of other things going on there, including... Did you guys see any of Trump's CNN town hall where apparently he destroyed every argument by the leftist CNN host? What did you think? I'd love to hear your thoughts on art. Hang on, I'll get to the other side of the break. It's 620. Don't go away. Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. Twenty-two minutes past the top of the hour. In a moment, we're going to chat with Art. 503-589 is the power Buick 589-1220. Complete the thought, Jeff. 503-589-1220 is the power of Buick GMC talk line. Emails to Jeff at 1220.am or Jeff at kslm.news. And Doug is on it today, big time. You know, I challenge Doug, Doug who constantly says elections are meaningless. They're not, especially at the local level. But, you know... Sometimes he hits it out of the park, folks, and he did. Here's what he says. He says, if you outlaw abortions, abortions will happen illegally. But if you outlaw guns, we'll all be safe from gun crime. Touche, Doug. Also, touche to Power Honda, which is one of our great speakers. They're down in our sponsors, rather, of this station and this show specifically. They're down in Albany. Check out their website, mypowerhonda.com. Looking for a new Honda? Their website points you to how you can find it, how they can get it for you. You build it yourself. All the stuff you want right off their website. Plus, they have a great selection of pre-owned certified cars, trucks. Check it out, mypowerhonda.com. Let's go to Art. Art, good morning. Morning, Jeff. Wanted to definitely make a point this morning. Remember, the Democrats 
make lots of money from Planned Parenthood and promoting their agenda. They give lots of money to the Democratic Party to suit their purposes. They don't care about life. They don't care, uh, you know, uh, that our kids are just a little bit confused about this transgender garbage. But <laughs> the money, Jeff, it's the money. Our, gover- our governor and the Democratic Party are receiving thousands and thousands of dollars uh, for their elections and stuff from Planned Parenthood. It's costing us, and it's... Yeah, it's definitely against our religious rights uh, under the First Amendment. And so, everybody, remember, this is all for Planned Parenthood and the Democrat Party to have lots of money to push their inappropriate agenda, this transgenderism and abortions and the whole nine yards. And, and Kate, I mean... uh, Tina Kotek, she doesn't give a rip as long as that money flow keeps coming in so they can elect more Democrats to deny us our freedom and our rights and to take kids away from our their parents. Well, it, as Kim points out rightly in her newsletter, um, this is exactly what it does. It drives a wedge between parents and their children. It destroys parental rights. And even more importantly, you know what it does? Art, it provides criminal penalties if a parent objects to their child getting an abortion or transgender surgeries. Criminal! Well, absolutely, Jeff. And the simple fact of the matter is uh, it shouldn't be criminal for us to practice our uh, First Amendment right, and that is religion. They are not, they should not, uh, you know, do the things that they're doing, but they're doing it anyway. They're destroying the family, Jeff, all for the sake of money so that more Democrats can get elected and more Democrats can deny us our rights. Sadly, I think you're correct. Art, thank you. I appreciate it. God bless, Jeff. Great day. You're coming up at the bottom of the hour, Pastor Robert Peel, who um, is the the person who put together this impromptu prayer rally. Found out about it yesterday. 11 a.m. today at the Capitol is specifically, as we will hear from him, targeted at House Bill 2002B and ending the walkout now how would that happen well we'll ask the pastor how he thinks it will happen republicans have dug in their heels senator canope met yesterday with senator wagner and the house leadership the speaker of the house republican minority leader in the house vicky brees iverson yesterday nothing came out of it other than they agreed they were going to talk so they've dug in their heels folks Tomorrow is the 10th day for some of the folks. And the, let's see, I just got a text from Lori over 
at Salem House of Prayer talking about today's prayer rally. It is on the north side of the Capitol building. So that means it's going to be at the Fountains area. That's where it is. Pastor Richard Peel, I misspoke and said his name was Robert. It's Richard Peel out of Bend. At Victory for You Church. Victory for You dot dot church. He's going to join us here at the bottom of the hour to talk about. By the way, there's a great Liberty Daily story today about the top 10 moments you need to see and to share from Trump's CNN massacre. For Trump massacred the liberal host, Caitlin Collins. His perfect response about the Ukraine-Russia war, quote, I want everybody to stop dying, unquote. Then Trump to the town hall audience question on how he'd bring down gas prices. Quote, drill, baby, drill. And there's more. Did you see his town hall? If so, what did you think? Pastor Richard Peel joins us in just a couple of minutes. Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. 23 minutes before the top of the hour. In just a moment, we're going to chat with Pastor Richard Peel of Victory Baptist Church in Bend, who is the organizer of today's prayer rally at the state capitol at 11 a.m. It's going to get warm, folks, so i got to remind you, if your cooling system is not keeping up at home or in your business, get ahead of the power curve or the heat curve. If we're supposed to get 90 degree temperatures this weekend, call Freedom Heating and Air. They're out of Salem. They built this great business over the last 50 plus years because they get out to your home or your business right away. They assess your problem, come up with a plan to fix it for you, and then they fix it. Give them a call. 503-580-1456. Don't suffer in the coming heat wave. 580-1456. Joining us right now is Pastor Richard Peel of Victory Baptist Church. His website, by the way, is victory for you. All one word, victory for you dot church. Pastor, welcome. Great to have you here with us today. Thank you, Jeff. We appreciate you having us on. All right. So how how did this prayer rally, why did you put this together and, and what do you hope to achieve from it? Well, um, this all came about, we've been um, relatively active in our local government scenes, political scenes, et cetera, just being engaged and involved. And so I've developed um, a good uh, relationship with my senator, Dennis Linthicum. And so when this walkout came up, um, he had actually called me one morning just looking for some guidance and recommendations for his and the other's pathway forward. And out of that came an appeal from him. He said to me, Pastor, where are the pastors in our state? Where are the churches standing with us on these matters? And so uh, just struck a, a nerve in my heart and uh, with uh, 
complete uncertainty as what was going to happen or what we were going to do. Uh, we just decided, myself, other pastors in the state, uh, to hold a fairly impromptu, um, really a press briefing is what this is being billed as this morning, and where, where we as faith leaders from literally all across the state uh, can just let our voices be heard, chime in uh, to the current matters in relationship to the gridlock that Senate uh, President Wagner has caused, uh, and um, to speak to some extent to House Bill 2002. Um, our, our purpose is to uh, do two things, try to, try to set the record straight um, from the slanted media's perspective and the narrative that's coming from the Senate president that the gridlock is the result of senators who refuse to do their job, when in fact we would believe that uh, our senators who have walked out are doing their job and that they're protecting Oregonians' as, um, constitutional rights and uh, insisting that that law be adhered to in our Senate. Uh, So we would think they're the ones doing their jobs on our behalf as Oregonians. Um, And then secondly, just to create awareness across the state about um, what's really happening, uh, the the dangers of this House Bill 2002. Uh, So primarily it's an awareness effort to, to get people engaged and involved and to hear from the faith leaders specifically uh, on that take of it all. Now, looking at the list of speakers uh, that are pastors, uh, they are kind of from around the state. So they're they're not all, you know, I, I'm a fire-breathing, evangelical, charismatic, okay? And it doesn't look like the list of pastors that are going to be speaking today uh, are fire-breathing, evangelical, charismatics, okay? So... Right. Uh, and and I have no idea about you, Pastor, but first of all, thanks for doing this because I think the power of prayer and intercession is just critical here, right, for a whole host yes. of reasons. But out of this, um, do you hope to have, and by the way, I've sent this to my pastor uh, here at Life Bible Church in Harrisburg, uh, who's very politically active, and to Pastor Lou Wutan of the River Church, who was the victim of an Antifa mm-hmm. attack, along with me, uh, on along with a lot of other pastors on the Portland waterfront. Uh, so I, I've sent it out there. I've sent it out there to uh, a Ukrainian church that I am affiliated with in Portland to get the word out mm-hmm. there. So I'm hoping that, Pastor, a lot of churches will will come together here. Do you think that irrespective of our religious doctrines and, and all of these things, that this produces a groundswell of support for the Senate Republicans holding firm on this issue of House Bill 2002B, which is more than just its contents, which are ugly and horrible and demonic in my view. It's really about parental rights. Do you think that these pastors, this signals a powerful coming together of the church to stand up in ways that maybe they haven't before? Well, we would hope so. Um, certainly within the, um, underneath the umbrella of Christianity, there's many various sects, just like there were multiple sects and in Judaism in the days of Jesus. Um, and, and those sectarian lines, of course, create certain levels of division among us. But um, I think at the end of the day, we ought to be able to come together at some degree and agree um, what is right, what is wrong. And, um, 
even beyond the Christian faith, um, I think that I think any average American, um, regardless as to faith or, or lack thereof, would agree that this bill is atrocious and gracious and a complete violation of the, the sanctity of the family unit and the, the rights of parents. You know, our our position is children do not belong to the state. Uh, they belong to their creator. They are endowed by him with certain unalienable rights, yeah. and they are placed under the protective care of mothers and fathers, not the protective care of the state of Oregon or any other state. Absolutely. I mean, those, are, those are the foundational principles of our country, of our philosophy. And, yes. you know, this, this country was dedicated, you know, when Robert Hunt at Cape Henry, we just celebrated his back in 1607 when they landed and they put that wooden cross up on that sand dune at Cape Henry, they dedicated this land of America to the gospel and taking the gospel to the world. The people of yes. faith, churches, and, and, and I'm going to include, Pastor, uh, Jewish people. Uh, and and I'm uh, even though the people of the Muslim faith are not with us in terms of Christ, they also believe in the sanctity of parental rights and of their faith. And I just hope that this effort today brings together all of us to stand up for parental rights for the very things you just articulated. Well, that would be our desire as well. Um, you know, if, if, if we sit idle by, these rights are going to continue to erode and, and slip away. And, you know, I'm a fourth-generation Oregonian, and uh, much history of my family is involved in, you know, my both my grandfathers fought on the shores of Europe to keep um, what uh, we may call European socialism off the shores of America. I myself served in the military, and so we see a lot of this very stuff that the greatest generation uh, labored hard to keep off our shores now yes. within, our, within our own country. And it's very uh, difficult to watch all of that happen. So um, it, it, you know, all of this attack on the family is in some way coming out of that type of a spirit. And I'm not suggesting that everybody who is uh, on that side of the political spectrum necessarily is uh, totally intellectually uh, aware of that concept. Uh, but but many times they're just swept along uh, in it. And so I think there's many people on the um, Democratic side of this who would disagree with this bill and disagree with the way the Senate is being run. And, um, you know, we would certainly hope that, that they would engage and, and let their, their, uh, their representatives and their senators know that they disagree with this as well. It's not a really a political issue to us as people of faith. It's a right versus wrong position. And there is right versus wrong, and we as people of faith have to stand for that and not back away from it. Yes, sir. And and that that's what I hope is occurring uh, today. Uh, all right. So so this uh, is uh, being billed as a press conference, a press event. So do you have press coming? Well, we have put the word out um, across the state to really every news outlet that we in short order could come up with. Um, so it is open to the press. It's also open to the public. I think if um, there's a good showing of people that are there in support of 
um, some faith leaders speaking out, uh, that that is a, a good thing. Uh, but we hope press is coming. We've got people working on that that are better versed at rallying press together than pastors are. Well, very good, Pastor. Um, it's at 11 a.m. today, and it is on the north side of the Capitol, which means, because the Capitol's under construction, means yes. it's going to be in the Fountains area. Uh, I will be there. I will uh, make it a point to um, come by and say hi. And I appreciate Wonderful. so much you joining us today. Pastor Richard Peel, check out his website, victoryforyou.church. Pastor Godspeed, and we will see you this morning at 11. Thank you, Jeff. Pastor Richard Peel, victoryforyou.church. Check out their website. Back in a moment, it is 648. Rebecca, hang on. We'll talk with you on the other side. Jeff now at 503-589-1220. That's 503-589-1220. Let's return now to more of Political Coffee with Jeff Krupp. It's 10 minutes till the top of the hour. I want to thank Eric Azer, RighteousRenovations.com for being another one of our great sponsors of this show. By the way, Eric's potentially going to be doing some work for me soon uh, on a project I'm, I'm part of, shall we say. So I'm looking forward to working with Eric Azer, and you should too. Check out his website, RighteousRenovations.com, and you can see what maybe he can do for you. By the way, another couple of Trump quotes from his CNN town hall. He... Uh, he destroyed her, he called her um, a very nasty person to her face. <laughs> and then he said it was easy to see the 2020 election was stolen, quote, unless you're a very stupid person. And he predicts the outcome of expiring of Title 42, which expires today. And then on the debt ceiling crisis, which isn't really, folks, he said Republicans should get the cuts they want or allow it to default. Yikes. Actually, we've defaulted before numerous times. Did you know that? I didn't know that. I was listening to Steve Bannon yesterday. Anyway, to the phones, as I promised. We'll start first with Rebecca, then go to Gary. Rebecca, good morning. Good morning. Um, I would like to present that this is not really um, about parent rights. Um, the, the socialists in um, the Belgium have given parents the right to kill their children through age 18. Um, Islam teaches that the dads have the right to kill their daughters for honor killings and or even their wives. Um, but this is this is more fundamentally about the Christian worldview in which we are created by God and endowed by rights to be to not have the interference with 
being taught the gospel. Children need to know from very young that they are created in the image of God. They're created male and female, and that they have the right, the, the natural rights, to grow and be nurtured in the love of God and, um, and come to the Savior. And the schools are pushing the Bible and God and the cross and the nativity out of the picture of children's training. So th- this, is, this is an attack on parent rights, but it's more an attack on the Christian worldview. Um, so th- the, uh, th- the state is empowering parents to uh, women to turn their sons into daughters, fathers to change their daughters into sons. Yes. So it actually does empower parents, but it's outside of the boundaries of the Word of God. Thank you, Rebecca, and you are so right on the money. I appreciate it. In a moment, we're going to go to... Um, to Gary, hang on here, got an email from a state employee who shall never be named. Many of you shall never be named. And by the way, thanks uh, for one of you for sending me the ODOT internal email about how the Office of Equity for ODOT is trying to figure out how, who's been hurt by using the term stakeholder in ODOT's verbiage for the last 50 years, folks. They're trying to figure out who's been hurt. Can you believe this garbage? Anyway, this another state employee says about Kim Thatcher's newsletter, to get their attention to change the narrative and focus of the walk, it would be great if Kim Thatcher's office sent her newsletter to local, state, and even national news outlets with an invitation to interview her if they desire more information on Senate Republicans' reasons for walking out. You can go to um, Kim Thatcher's state website and you can sign up for her newsletter there. Lee writes a quick email. Sitting in a traffic light, I noticed the hobo holding a sign saying, anything helps, Nam vet, God bless. Had nice shoes and was too young to serve in Nam. The left has a point. These people need help. The left has opened up Oregon for many to partake of the welfare system without my consent. So I think it's only fair to give them a raise. (laughs) That's the story we're talking about today. After they post their addresses and take these people that they are so concerned about into their homes, take care of the needs they have. That'll fix the homeless problem and more. The left are in politics to help people, right? And Rich writes, well, sent me a great cartoon (laughs) about electric vehicle Tanks. Believable. Let's go to Gary. Gary, good morning. Go Beeves. Hey, Jeff. Go Ducks. Uh, the Saturday rally, the guy called me and said that uh, the uh, the uh, Senate is meeting at 9 o'clock and uh, asked if we could change the time to uh, from 8 to 10 instead 10 to 12. So um, we're going to do it from 8 to 10. 8 to 10. And this is... It's called the Stop the Insanity Car Rally. So you want people to drive around and honk their horns, right? Yeah. Yeah. Seven times around the Capitol and see if we can get the walls to come down. (laughs) Well, they are doing some uh, major renovation there. I wouldn't surprise me. They are. (laughs) Yeah. 
<laughs> can it stop God? So from 8 a.m. to 10 a.m., we're inviting Correct. people to bring their vehicle, drive around the Capitol honking their horns. You know, exactly. the Democrats haven't outlawed that yet. What do you want to bet they yeah. They try to. What do you want to bet? Uh, well, I, I would not be surprised they blocked the place off, but we'll see what happens. So, folks, the Stop the Insanity car rally begins this Saturday at the state capitol at 8 a.m. It's going to last for two hours. Now, you guys aren't planning on having any speakers or anything. This is just driving around the... No, I, I'm not I'm not even really the guy that's doing it. It was supposed to be uh, this other guy uh, I got a text from, and uh, I just sent it out so that uh, all the people would uh, send it to their different groups, and hopefully the different groups will show up and, uh, you know, uh, make some noise. Okay. Thank you, Gary. It's the same thing they the, the same street theater that they play. So, exactly. Go Ducks. Go Beavs. Thank you, friend. So there you go, folks. Today is the 11 a.m. Faith Leaders Prayer Rally and press event at the Capitol at the Fountains. Be there at 11 o'clock. Okay. It's probably not going to last that long. My guess is about a half hour. If you're a state worker, spread the work quietly amongst those and try to take your lunch early if that's possible. Come on out and be a part. It would have been better if they'd done it right at noon because then people could have. But if you're in private sector, see if you can take your lunch early. Come and join us today. I'm going to be there because we're going to be in the war room at the Ike box at begins at 8 a.m. I won't be there till probably about nine but there are other people who are in the war room we have coffee tim always brings donuts so expect there to be donuts today the war room and then we're going to walk over at least i am to this faith leaders rally at 11 a.m today and then saturday is to stop the insanity car rally from 8 a.m to 10. stand up folks pray then be willing to take action all kinds of action see you tomorrow it'll be freedom friday Oh, so